Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts I will look to see what he will say to me and whatever he answered excuse me and whatever answer I will give to my complaint verse 2 of Habakkuk chapter 2 then the Lord replied write down the revelation, write down the vision and make it plain on a tablet so that an errand may run with it for the revelation of the vision awaits an appointed time. I want to welcome you this morning if you're joining us wherever you are joining us from, wherever you are connecting from, wherever you are watching from this morning i want to welcome you this morning is our time of prayer we want to pray we want to seek the heart of god we want to seek the mind of god for the day we want to connect with his divine voice for our life we want to receive direction for the day we want to receive a leading yes into that which is before us there are things before us that we are not even aware of there are positions there are decisions that we need to make there are guidance, hallelujah, that we need to give that will require the voice of God, the mind of God to lead us into. So this morning we are going to be praying. This is what we call the morning watch. Amen. Bless you, my dear sister Priscilla. Thank you for connecting this morning. I hope, I believe you had a wonderful night rest. Well, this morning we are going to be praying. And in our prayer, we're going to be looking at a, a, a scripture in the book of Luke. Amen. But before we do that, I just felt I need to once again remind you, amen, of, you know, uh, Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2. Because Habakkuk gives us, you know, a kind of a powerful spiritual position, amen, regarding our spiritual state. Habakkuk tells us how to relocate, how to readjust ourselves in the spirit, so we are able to see and we are able to hear so we don't so we can know how to respond hallelujah to uh, you know whatever issues or challenges that we are before but this morning we're going to be you know praying with uh, hallelujah the uh, um 
the book of Luke. Amen. We're going to be looking at the book of Luke. We're going to be praying through uh, uh, the book of Luke chapter 20, chapter 22. Amen. We're going to be picking it from verse uh, 31. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you, to sift uh, each of you like with. It says, but I have prayed for you, Simon, so that amen, your faith will not fail. It says, and when you have, amen, turn back, strengthen, yes, strengthen your brothers. Then Simon replied in verse 33, Lord, he said, I am ready to go with you, even to prison and to death. But we know that that was not true, okay? But that was his heart desire. So one of the things we want to look at this morning, amen, is our prayer can you know in in you know prevent or engage the the lies of the enemy the counsels of the enemy on our behalf all right that our our sense of values you know you know stability and capacity in the spirit is not measured by you know our our willingness it is actually measured by amen the investment of our spiritual position vis-a-vis our location in the place of prayer simon had amen a desire to want to go to prison and even die amen with the lord but satan amen had already positioned all kinds of things to make him deny the lord so what the lord basically is telling us amen in the scripture as we begin to pray is that even though simon was you know, in a position, he wanted to serve God. He wanted to please God. He wanted to do, you know, something that at least will bring glory to God. But his faith will fail him. Now, he doesn't know what is ahead. But Jesus, amen, through the place of prayer, look at what Jesus said. He says, I have already prayed for you. Simon, Satan has desired to sift you like a whiff, you and the brethren. It says, but I have prayed for you. And this is something I am, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we will begin to see with our spiritual, you know, uh, uh, understanding. That we will not make decisions based on what we think, amen. We know now, based on the strength we think we have now. And that's how we make decisions. Based on our present, you know, availability. Based on our present, you know, resource based on how things are happening around us, then we make decisions from that point. Decisions that we are not even sure of, hallelujah, about what is coming. In other words, we have to be able to move into dimensions and realities, amen, beyond our present, amen, you know, conditions or reality. We have to be able to see into the future, know what is coming, amen, and be ready to engage. Simon, at that moment in time, thought that amen his understanding his ability his you know his his commitment to god was enough to carry him to make the next decision unfortunately he was not able to hallelujah jesus said simon simon satan has asked to sift you to sift each of you like with want to see if these people are really serving God want to see if they really mean what they what they claim if they really amen really you know are true you know 
are truly committed to the things of God. Let's see. Let me sift them. Many of us are going through sifting. Sift us. But the good thing is we are not alone. His grace is sufficient for us. The Lord said, I have prayed for you. So that your faith will not what? Fail. Friends, we will get to the point and place where our faith will seem to fail us. Maybe you are even in that situation, you're in that condition where it seems your faith. Remember, your faith is the summation of everything you know. Every experience you've gathered, amen, about your, your, your spirituality, about your work with God. All of that, amen, is in, in, you know, in connection, amen, is summarized in what is known as your faith. In your faith, amen, we can see your spiritual experience. In your faith, we know, hallelujah, how far you've come with God. In your faith, we understand, yes, your sense of giving and commitments and sacrifice. All of that speaks to your faith. Your faith is the definition of your sense of spirituality. So your faith will not fail you. Maybe you're watching or you're listening to me and you can relate to what I'm talking about. But this is what we want to deal with this morning. In case your faith has failed you or is failing you, you know, it takes one who has a complete total trust in the Lord to abide in the place where his or faith will not fail. But the good thing is, Jesus said, I have already prayed for you. And this, this, this prayer this morning is twofold. First of all, we have, hallelujah, a high priest who is at the right hand of God, seated at the right hand of God, amen, making intercession for us. You will remember that I always say the present day ministry of Jesus, amen, it's not apostolic, it's not prophetic, it's not even all of these things that we're talking about. The present day ministry of Jesus, amen, is intercession. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, praying for his body think about that that is how important prayer is that is how important prayer is that Jesus has gone to rest but that rest is in the state of praying for you and I think about it this morning hallelujah that should set you free that should awaken you that no matter how you feel no matter how tired you feel no matter how weak you feel or maybe the enemy is whispering to your ears and say you have failed see how you have failed God remember that the Lord amen has not stopped praying for you all he needs all you need amen is to join in agreement with him and say Lord I need your strength because his strength is already made available but you need to get up you need to wake up you need to ask him you need to invite him you need to stretch your hands so he can pull you out. Hallelujah. Father, we honor you. Lord, as you exalt us this morning on this line, help us once again to take our position like Abacock to return to the place where we can see things from your vantage yes view. We pray this morning that you will enable us, you will grant us wisdom 
you will grant us understanding. You will grant us, yes, an awakening so we can turn in trust to you. So we can turn, oh God, once again to you. So we can once again be awakened and say like the prodigal son, I will return to my father. We come before you this morning. We ask you to enable us. We ask you, Lord, to empower us. Lord, we acknowledge, we will not live in denial that our faith has failed us, is failing us. Because indeed, the enemy has been sifting us. You, Of course, you allowed him. He had to come to take permission. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked. He didn't have the power of his own to do it. He had to ask. He had to take permission. And in most cases, you say, go ahead, Satan. Go ahead, sift them for me. Sift them so they can see. He's not allowing the devil to sift us so we can be ashamed. No, he wants us to see our measure of strength. Simon, in his mind, thought he was invincible. Simon thought what he knew, what he had done, what he had achieved, was enough to carry him into the next season where things are going to be shaking in the camp. He thought he had all in control. He knew what was coming. But what he didn't know that is that he did not have enough of faith, strength, and grace to stand that hour of darkness. He didn't know that. So, Father, this morning we take our stand. We take our position. We ask you, Father, once again, to look deep into our life, into our state. We ask once again that you will grant us strength and grace. You said men always ought to pray and not to faint. Lord, we've been fainting. Our strength has failed us. Our faith has failed us. That your faith may not fail you. We know that what we need, what we require is within our faith, the boldness, the courage, the determination, the encouragement. Yes, that we need to continue to press on, to stand is in our faith. So we ask you once again, Father, this morning, through your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to awaken us, awaken our faith. Awaken our sense of courage and hope and determination. Awaken our love for you once again. Touch us, Almighty God, that we may stand in this new day. That we may be positioned, Almighty God, in the place that you have called us. So we can see and respond accordingly. So we can see and respond accordingly. Help us. Enable us grace us this morning energize us this morning awaken us this morning yes bring us to the hill bring us to your mountain bring us to the place where our feet oh god yes is firmly yes position on the rock we pray this morning open our eyes grant us once again passion for the things of your spirit but beyond the things of your spirit grant us a longing for your hearts we long for you we yearn for you. We desire you more than life itself. 
You are our chosen, yes, possession. You are our treasure. You are what we need. We need you more than life. We need you more than the breath we breathe. We need you more than the food we eat. We need you more than the clothes we wear. We need you. You are our identity. In you this morning we find strength. We find hope. In you this morning we find, oh God, stability. You are what we are expecting. You are our expectation. You are our future. You are our past. You are our present. You are our future. This morning we cry out, oh God, that our faith may not fail. Particularly in this day, in this season of great compromise. Grant us, oh God, capacity and grace to continue. Continue to fix our eyes, to fix our minds on you. We need you, Jesus. We need you more than ever before. We need you to walk in us, to walk on us. Yes, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked Satani, that's why he's called Satani, the accuser of the brethren. Yes. The devil, the evil one. When you talk about evil, yes, is personified in Satan. Everything it does is contrary to the will of God. That's what Satan means. Everything that contradicts the will of God, the values of God, the standard of God, the intentions of God for your life, for your home, for your family, for the earth. Come on. That is what Satan represents. Everything that contradicts that is in opposition to the will of God. In case you don't know what Satan means. When Paul said, the things I want to do, I find myself not doing it. That is the work of Satan. You want to pray, but you find yourself watching Netflix. That is the devil. You find yourself being occupied by things that are temporal. But things that have no eternal value. You find yourself being busy doing things that does not enhance your spiritual life. At the end of the day, you are sorrowful about those things. You regret them. You are, you are, you are pained by those, by those decisions. He likes it when you are sorrowful. He likes it when, yes, you are pained. He likes it when you are beaten down. When you feel, yes, rejected, dejected. He likes it when you are poor. He likes it when you are sick, when you are down. It is the work of Satan. Satan has sought that you be saved. I think most times we've underplayed the power and the influence of Satan. Of course, to our own detriment. We don't need to know him to fear him. We need to know him to defeat him. Father, our heart is in search. Longing for your ways. Longing for your will. Longing for your desire. Longing for your counsel. Lord, help us in this new day as you speak to us about all kinds of dimensions that will allow us to become warriors of righteousness. Help us, Father, yes, to be truly kitted, to be truly dressed. Wash us ready for this battle. 
Let our mind, O oh God, once again be renewed and be transformed that we may know, Almighty God, the nature of the days that we live in. Open our eyes of understanding. Illuminate us, O oh God. Baptize us. Bring us to a day of understanding. Help us to see the world we live in, that everything around us that looks so materialistic are in fact driven by a spiritual, yes, reality. Help us, Father. Help us to know that the world that we live in is a spiritual one. Is a spiritual one because indeed everything that you create carries, reflects dimension of spirituality because you spoke them into being. And the enemy has used this concept of spirituality to manipulate us to submit because we are carnal because we are not spiritual but this is why we are coming father we want you to awaken us we desire you to awaken us we want you lord to breathe on us to breathe upon our minds touch our minds help us this morning once again to see the need why we must come to see the need why we must be yes Lord empowered energized why we must indeed come to the place of divine awareness open our eyes Lord we can be running with a gift while we've lost your sight oh God it was the story yes of the prophet Balaam he was, he was running with a gift to go and do a bidding that contradicts your will he could not see what was before him Oh God, many of us have become Balaam. Open our eyes, open our eyes so we can see. When we see things, yes, the way they are, we know what to do, we know what to say, we know how to engage life. Spirit of the Lord, open our minds, open our understanding, awaken us once again with the passion of your spirit, awaken us with the desire, yes, Father, to, to live a life that honor you. Help us to come to the end of the old man. Help us to embrace the cross. Help us to embrace the cross. Help us to embrace the cross. Help us to embrace the cross this morning. Help us to embrace the cross. Lord, we stand at our watch this morning. We are positioned on the ramp. We are positioned on the tower. We are positioned this morning. Awaken us. Help us, Father. Yes, to continue to stand in watch. Help us to continue to wait upon you. Help us to continue to wait for the morning. Help us to continue to wait for the breaking of a new day. We pray this morning. That our path, Almighty God, will be littered with light. For the path of the righteous is like, yes, it's like the, the breaking of the day. The breaking of the day. Like the breaking of the day. Yes, with that flicker of light that we see. As we journey further, oh God, the path becomes even brighter. Oh Father, we pray this morning that you will lead us. You will guide us. You will instruct us. Now, Lord, we will pray with truth. We will pray with truth. We will pray with authenticity. We will pray from the depth of our heart. We will pray, oh God, that we may not be consumed. We will pray that our faith will not fail. We will pray that, oh God, yes, that our strength will continue to increase because our hope and our trust is in you. Father, we ask you this morning, grace us. 
grace us this morning strengthen us empower us energize us or oh, let your spirit once again carry us we break away from the lies of the enemy we break away from every lie of the enemy every falsehood deceptions that we have imbibed accepted oh god yes when we accept deception we become lured into the trap of the enemy when we al- when we allow lies yes to become truth to us we become entrapped father help us this morning to break away from the lies of the enemy yes the lies that says stolen waters are, are good Bread eaten in secret place are good. Spirit of God, help us this morning to to expose the lies of the enemy. Yes, help us to say no to the lies of the enemy. Grant us grace to be able to know and be able to measure our strength. Help us to measure our, our strength, our position of faith, our position of commitment. Help us not to lie to ourselves. Help us to, yes, truly, 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 truly measure our strength. Help me to measure my strength. Help me to know where I am so that I don't project beyond where I am. I don't deceive myself. Help me, oh Father, not to, Almighty God, yes, presume. But rather, help me to wait. Help me to wait. For my expectation is of the Lord. For my expectation is of the Lord. Help us to wait. Help us to hear. Help us to see. Help us to know. Help us to follow the direction. Yes. Help us to learn in quietness. Help us to learn in quietness. Oh God, you are branding and building and empowering our spirit in this new day. Spirit of God, we wait on you. We trust in you. We depend on you this morning. Yes, our life, Almighty God, is anchored on that which your spirit is speaking. Oh God, for this new day, Lord, we will not run ahead of you. Neither are we going to lag behind. We walk with you this morning. We learn of new of your ways. We learn of new, yes, directions. We learn of your spirit this morning. We trust in you to lead us, to guide us. We trust in you this morning to continue to build us day by day day by day he said pray in the spirit building up yes yourself on your most holy faith praying in the spirit praying in the holy ghost building up yourself on your most holy faith said simon satan has desired to sift you like a weave pray that your faith may not fail Father, we pray this morning that our faith will not fail us. And where our faith has failed us, we ask, oh God, mercy. We ask, oh God, for your grace. We ask, oh God, for your strength. We ask, oh God, for restoration. We ask, oh God, for renewal. We ask, oh God, for reformation. I pray this morning for my brothers and my sisters out there who are desperately in need, oh God, to be restored, for their faith to be restored, for their spirituality to be restored. Many of us have lost the sense of our spirituality. We've lost the edge. We've lost our cutting edge. But I pray this morning that we will begin, yes, 
You are merciful. You restored Peter. You restored him. You said to Peter, when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. We can only strengthen our brothers when we are also restored and strengthened by you. Oh, Father, what a word this morning. What a word we are tracking in the place of prayer. Simon, do not live as if you are invincible. Simon, don't live in assumption. Don't live with zeal. Let your zeal be mixed with knowledge. The knowledge of the Holy One. Let your strength, yes, be mixed with knowledge. The knowledge of the seasons. Let your eyes of understanding be open. See what is coming. Uh, let your mind, yes, be awakened to know and to understand if indeed you are ready and prepared for what is coming. Simon, don't run as one without knowledge and understanding. Don't engage the season in ignorance. Maybe you are the Simon God is speaking to this morning. Well, I know I am the Simon God is speaking to this morning. So I know this word is directed to me that I will not engage this new day, this, this third day of the things of God. Yes, with presumption, with assumption. I refuse to go. Yes, just screaming and shouting. I refuse to go in the strength of my past. I refuse to go in the understanding, the revelation of my past. The past is per se. It's a brand new day. I refuse to wear that which has become obsolete. I refuse to go with, an, with a sword that has become dull. I refuse. Lord, bring me to the house of the blacksmith. Bring me to the place where my cutting edge, once again, oh God, can be sharpened. Bring me to the place where my sense of understanding, yes, Father, is awakened where my discernment is awakened. Simon, Simon. Simon, Simon. Satan is but an instrument. I hope you know that in the hand of the Lord. Satan is but an instrument. When they have allowed Satan to do all he needs to do in your life, a time will come, it will, it will, when it comes to you, it will find nothing that he can connect with. <laughs> it will find nothing that he can use. You see, whenever Satan comes to us, he always looks for something to connect with. If there is nothing for Satan to connect with, he's gone, he's defeated. There's nothing he can do. But when they came to Simon, they saw that uh, he was already compromising. His faith was failing him. These are not the days to presume. These are not the days to assume. These are not the days to take the things of God. Yes, with levity. These are not the days, yes, to be presumptive. These are not the days of ignorance. No, these are not the days to be foolish. The Bible says the foolish one build his house. He's a builder, but he's foolish. May we not be engineers that are foolish. Have you seen houses that are built by engineers? Bridges that are built by engineers and they collapse. After a great storm, after a great wild wind, they collapse. Then the government are looking for them. Why? Because they didn't do their job properly. Come on. That is like many of us today. Then heaven is looking for us to judge us because we have, we have brought shame. To the house of God, to the things of God. 
We say we have the capacity to handle 10,000 people. We have the capacity. This thing that we built ah, is going to do X, Y, Z. We, no. When the wind comes, when the fire comes to test what you have built, the Bible says everything that we build will be tested by fire. Have you read that in the scripture? Our works will be tested by fire. That's the work of the devil. When the devil comes to you, don't see him as the one that coming to destroy you. No, see him as a vessel sent to test what you have built. The devil only comes to us to test if indeed, if indeed, amen, we are what we claim we are. So don't blame the devil. The devil make me know. The devil didn't make you do it. He only connected to something that already been compromised on the inside of you. Didn't the devil himself came to Jesus? He said, the prince of this world comes and finds nothing of himself in me. That is the place God wants to bring you and I to. That when the prince of this world comes, there is nothing to connect with. <laughs> ah, Father, bring me there. That when he comes with lust, there's nothing. Nothing. When he comes with pride, there's nothing to connect with. When he comes with anger, there's nothing to connect with. When he comes with hatred, there's nothing to connect with. When he comes and takes me to the heights, yes, of the pinnacle of the temple and show me all the glories of this world, he said, I will take you to America. I will take you to France. I will take you before God knows what. I will give you this. I will give you that. I will give you, you know, 100,000 people to follow you. I will give you God. No, I will say to him, Satan, get you behind me. Lebrano mo zubrano. Onde rabashia daraba. Ombre gazibrana madibrana mondorob dubayada. Rabasha katayada boshanda rabdobaha. Ye kande brano mo sondo robdobola brana mo librano. Oh rabashanda rebababa. The prince of this world comes. He find nothing of himself in me. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you, be, be sincere, be truthful to yourself. I want you to see my face when I'm saying this. Let me ask you this question. When Satan comes to you, when he comes knocking at your door like he came knocking at the door, hallelujah, of Cain, if he comes knocking at your door, would there be something on the inside of you that will open the door for him? Will there be something on the inside of you that will open the door for Satan? Because that's where we are now. That is what we are dealing with. Will there be something that has not been dealt with, that you have refused to dealt with? There's still something lingering. Will there be an anger? Will there be a pride? Will there be an issue of, 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 of a need? There's still something inside of you, deep on the inside of you. You've achieved so many things. But there's something deep inside that, you know, is still unmet. There's still a wound that has not been healed. Is there still something on the inside of you? Yes, that you used to have of Satan. But you refused to let it go when you gave your life to Jesus. Huh? Like the wife, you say, Rebecca, the wife of the wife of uh, 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 um, Jacob, she took one of the gods of her father's house. 
now they were journeying out they knew that's a new day they were to start a new life with Jacob she took one of the gods and hid it in a tent could that be you could that be me can we allow the Lord to expose us to ourselves can we allow the light of God to shine deep into our life and illuminate us so we can see the darkness that is still locking, that is still hiding? Cambrano. Don't be afraid of Satan. He's just a messenger. I, you understand? As every other angels are messenger, Satan himself is a messenger. What is his job? Amen. To test, to see. Yes. If indeed... There is something in us that is still desiring, yes, the worldly life, that is still desiring the things of the flesh. When he sees that, he connects with that. And then he uses that to defeat you. Simon, Simon, Satan, Satan has asked, has requested that you be sifted. They didn't give him the permission to destroy you. Just like he was not given the permission to destroy Job. Speak to me, Lord. They only allowed him to, to take everything that Job, hallelujah, depended on. They only allow him to help Job to reshape, to readjust his values, his vision. Are you, are you getting this, friends? Father, we ask of you, help us to come the cost. They say, who wants to build a house that will not sit down? Come the, counting the cost is looking at those things in your life. Is there still something the enemy can connect with in my life that will hinder me 10 years down the line that the enemy can come and collect those things? Are there things in my life that the enemy can, you know, can agree with? Have I thrown away that pride I used to have, that anger I used to have, that lost in my life, have I, have I, have I really gotten rid of it? Or am I, am I just, have I kept it locked somewhere? It just locked somewhere. And when the right opportunity comes, that thing surfaces. Spirit of the Lord, Lebra no mo shande rebayada, Monda rabda bo we come, Lord, we ask of you to help us this morning. Help us, help us, help us, help us. This is not a day to lie to ourselves. This is not a day to pretend. This is not a day, oh God, we want to position ourselves on the ramp. We want to position ourselves, Lord, in the place of the Spirit. We want to come to the place, yes, where our life, Almighty God, is is involved, is connected, is revolving around your divine counsel and intentions. We pray this morning that we will not give in to the flesh. We draw near to you. We draw near to your ways. We draw near to your counsel. We draw near to your intentions. We draw near, Father. We draw near. Help us, Father. Help us, Father, this morning, yes, to hate the things of this world. To hate, yes, your word talks about, yes, all that is in the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Father, help us to begin to detest this thing so we can have, yes, a smooth journey with you. We don't want to be journeying and be looking back. 
We don't want to be journeying and be looking back. We're traveling, but we're looking back every hour, every day, every every three months. We're looking back, and then we're becoming pillars of salt. No, Father, we want to continue to press in and press further into your will and purposes. Help us this morning. Bring us into a day of our awakening. Help us to understand what it means to live a life for you. To stand for you. To honor you with everything that we are. To honor you with our breath. To honor you with our life. To honor you with our identity. To honor you with our beauty. To honor you with our riches. And to honor you even with our lack Yes, Father, whatever we may define to be lack, help us to honor you with that thing. If there are impediments, if there are, yes, things in our life, help us to honor you by offering them to you. Offering them to you. Help us to be, to be found in you, being fulfilled, being satisfied in you. Help us this morning. Help us to honor you with our beauty as women. Lord, help our sister to honor you with their beauty. Not to use their beauty, Lord, to bring other people down. Help us as men to use our strength to honor you. Not to pull others down. Not to defeat others. Not to beat others down. Help us, oh God, to honor you, Father, with everything you have given to us. Our intelligence, oh God. Help us, Father, to honor you with everything that we stand for and represent. Because in this, you, you are pleased with us. In this, you are glorified in us. Help us, Father, to see, to see life the way you want us to see them. Help us to see people. Help us to see our family, our home, community. Yes, the way you designed it. Help us to be people of the Spirit. People of the Spirit are prayerful people. Prayer means to trust in the Lord. Prayer means to to communicate, to ever commune with God. Prayer means to live a life of devotion with God. Prayer means to always listen. I will stand at my watch. He left there. And then he saw things and then he concluded. Chaos, carnage, destruction, perversion, wickedness. That's all you see. And that's all we will see if we're in opposition and we will complain or we will try to engage and solve the problem from the position that we are seeing. No, that's not where it's supposed to be. You've got to relocate yourself. You've got to relocate yourself. I would, I would take my stand on the watch. Because when you're on the watch, you're able to see things clearly. You're able to hear God clearly. And yet then you know how to answer the issues around you. The way you are responding to that situation. The way you are responding to that person. The way you are responding to that issue. is not the right way. You will not respond precisely until you relocate yourself. Until your perspective changes. And the only place that changes our perspective is on the mountain. Jesus woke up in the morning. He will go to the top of the hill. Why? You need to see things the way the Father ordained them. Holy Spirit, we respond to you this morning in prayer. Yes, this is the prayer time. This is our prayer watch. This is our time, oh God, of calling upon you. This is our time of responding to your voice. And we respond in humility this morning. We turn our hearts, we turn our lives to you. 
we turn our minds to you we turn everything we are our strength comes from you you are our strength you are our expectation you are our desire you are the desire of the nation you are the desire of israel you are our desire spirit of the living god our expectation is you and our expectation comes from you friends i hope you understand the weightiness of this prayer we all have expectation expectation of what we want to achieve of what we want to become you know we all have this idea of yes the kind of home we we want the kind of husband the kind of you know wife we want with the kind of children we want the kind of job we want the kind of business we want we all have expectation those expectations are good but they are not hallelujah as important as him being your expectation when the lord is your expectation every other thing will fall in line to honor him and to bring you joy I'm not seeking to be another better preacher. I just want to follow God and know him the more. I'm not seeking to be more perfect in my giftings. No, I just want to know him the more. I just want to pursue him. I want to chase him more than, hallelujah, I chased him yesterday. I want to know him today more than I know him yesterday. That's my goal. I'm not seeking to be another better pastor, better preacher, better prophet. No, 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 no. And no, no, I'm not in competition with anyone. No. I'm a God chaser. I'm chasing him. And to chase him, I have to live in the consciousness of that reality. You can't be chasing God and be chasing other things at the same time. It's impossible. But when you chase God, he will align the things, hallelujah, that matters to your life and to your career and to your business and to your ministry into your path. That's what it means when they say, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Many of us don't know what that scripture means. It's just, you know, another phrase that we quote. But we run ahead and seek our own kingdom. In fact, we use the gift of God to try to build our own kingdom. To build our own empire. No wonder. At the test of time, everything collapses. Including the character and the, and the, and the beliefs and the attitude that you thought you had built on Christ. Everything collapses. It collapses. Help us, Father. Help us, Spirit of the Lord. That you are the definition of my achievement. When you do something and you find pleasure in what you have done. And that pleasure exceeds the pleasure of God. Ah, you have built idol. You built an idol. You built Babylon. God Almighty. Open our hearts. Take us deep. Into the recesses of our life and our hearts help us to know what is ahead of us so we we don't yes we don't prepare in a manner that will cause the enemy to defeat us they say who wants to go to war that will not first sit down and count the cost if you have what it takes to defeat what it takes to defeat the enemy friends is not you know how you brandish how powerful your weaponry look no 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 the weapon of defeating the enemy 
is how much of investment you've made regarding the presence of God. <laughs> Our weapon is his presence. Don't you know that? Our weapon of war. The weapon to defeat the demons, the devils, the spirits. The ancient demons awakening in this day. The spirits of the days of Noah awakening this day. The only way to defeat them is the presence of God. And I'm not talking about you know some you know feelings you feel because you had Dormoil. <laughs> because you had you had Dormoil. Oh, you feel no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. You've got to know him. You've got to go behind the veil. To know God, they will have to behead you. Nobody come into the presence of God with their mind, with their suke. Ask John the Baptist. Herod thought he killed him. No. He only helped him to enter the third dimension. They had to behead him. They had to remove his own head and wear the headship of Christ upon him. So you can see. Welcome. If only if only you heard the chorus of heaven when John was beheaded. Welcome, thou good and heaven was, was standing, hallelujah, and worshiping and singing God and glorifying God when that when that young prophet was beheaded. You know what I'm talking about, huh? Today we are the reflection of that prophetic man called John. You want to enter the third day. Your mind, your thought, your idea of what you think life is has, amen, to be replaced with that of Christ. Let this mind be in you. I'm not talking about you putting your head on the guillotine. That's not what I'm talking about. I hope somebody does not take this literal. I'm talking about you coming into a day where it is no longer you who lives. What does that mean? How do you live if it's no longer you? Ah, now you begin to live through, yes, the headship of Christ, the faith of Christ, the nature of Christ. That's what they're calling us into. That's the only way we can win in this last day. Or else when we get to the day of fear, when we get to the place of death, we will be afraid. We will disown him. We will compromise. We will sell our birthright. We will, we will give up our identity. There are things in this last day that will really make us fear. But when you are full of faith, you eradicate, you, you, you neutralize faith, you know, fear. What was Satan after in John? It was his faith. In case you have forgotten, let me take you back. Look at the word. Simon, Simon, Satan has acted to sift each of you like with. <laughs> Why are they talking to Simon? Because he is the leader. He was not excluded from the trial. He was not excluded from the trial. Simon, Simon, Satan has acted to sift each of you. 
just like he did with Job, is the same pattern. Have you considered this guy called Job? Do you know why he's serving you? <laughs> is it not because you've blessed him and you've put an edge around him and everything is, is in good condition? That's why this guy is serving you. Help, let me shake him for you. <laughs> let me shake him for you and see if it will not cost you God to your own face. I God said, what a, what, what, what a test. Okay, I accept the test. Let's see. Do you know God loves you more than you ever know? You know, friends, when I was, you know, growing up as, as a young believer, I had a total different understanding about God and of course about Satan. had a total different understanding about God and about Satan. All the woes of my life, of course. First of all, I blame it on God. If there's a God who was loving and caring, all these things should not have happened to me. After all, they said, God is love. God is this God. So, why? And then from that, I shifted. Okay, so there's a Satan that is after me, that is after my family. That has caused you know this to happen in my family. That so okay, and then I blame it on Satan. And and I guess that's where most Christians are in their understanding. And you know the things people have said to me, families have said to me, aunties have said to me about what happened to my father, what happened to this, what happened to that, you know, and that creates even more fear in me. So 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 certain people has power, you know to bewitch others to you know to cause people to you know do all kinds of things to destroy other people's death i actually believed that somebody has the power has magic to destroy other people's destiny that's how i grew up until i gave my life to jesus and that's another story which i'm sure many of you have heard I never, I came to the point where I never believed God again. I was, I won't call myself an atheist, but I just don't believe this thing about God is real. So my salvation was very radical. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm a very radical person in terms of my belief, my, my, my commitment and my work with God. If you don't know, you need to know that. I'm very radical. I, you know, I moved from one extreme to another extreme. When I gave my life to Jesus, I began to pray, you know, and began to, you know, <laughs> I began to come against all the devil in my life, you know, all the devil, all, you know, I was praying, I was fasting, I was, where's that devil? <laughs> that was all I knew because that's what they told me, that's what they showed me. You've got to fight the devil. And then seasons pass, fast forward, season pass. And I began to come into certain understanding. And then I began to realize that God has actually given me power. But beyond giving me power and authority, there are also certain understanding I need to have about this Satan that was a fallen angel. That Satan was actually, you know, an angel that fell. Lucifer, he fell. So if God is powerful and God is the one that created Lucifer, of course, based on his, his, you know, his action, 
his evil action, he turned to, you know, Satan. And the work of Satan, all right, is to basically to deceive me, to lie to me. Satan has come to steal, to kill and to destroy. If that is his work, then I need to know what he's trying to steal in my life, what he's trying to kill and what he's trying to destroy. Then my journey of uncovering the, the lies of the enemy and how he uses all kinds of things to trick people and to manipulate and in fact to exercise authority over people. And the Lord began to open my eyes and they began to bring all kinds of materials and books and then I realized, I was listening to, you know, I can't remember the person's name. I'm not sure if, 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 if it was Macandy or somebody I was listening to. Of course, at this time, the Lord has been building my faith. They've been building my courage. I've been, they've been uncovering this, this person, this persona, this person called Satan. They've been uncovering him to me. I'm beginning to realize this guy is not as powerful and as I thought he was. <laughs> That if I'm if I'm actually in God, you know, based on my redemption and my salvation, and I'm walking in accordance to what Amen, the Word of God says, and I'm living my life, Amen, in, in connection with God, that I actually have the power. I can actually stop this guy. And then one day I I realized that Satan is just but a tool, even though he has fallen and is in rebellion. But even in a state of rebellion, even in a state of rebellion, that there are certain things he cannot do. That he's limited in his power, he's limited in his activity. Like in this case we saw, Satan had to come, amen, and ask and request of Jesus, can I sift that, you know, this guy? You know, scriptures like that began to make sense to me. I said, okay. So, if Satan does something in my life, two things can either happen. Is either he did it out of ignorance, he was able to do that thing because I'm not aware. I'm 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 ignorant of that thing. I'm not aware. Of course, if you're not aware of you know a car coming behind you, you can be knocked off. That's what you call an accident. There's so many things that can happen in our life if we lack knowledge. So I realize that I lack knowledge in so many things, in so many ways. I lack knowledge even of my own life, of my own identity. Of course, God began to help me with that. Then secondly, I realized that certain things that Satan does is because God actually permit him, alright, for a reason that I need to discover, that I need to know. I realized that, that oh, hey, this guy cannot operate by his own. He can't just come and no, 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 no. And that began to help me. And from that position, I began to help other people. And it's the same thing I'm basically saying to us this morning. When the Bible says, Amen, the, the devil, Satan came to Christ. The prince of this world came. And he was finding something in Jesus that he can, he can use to trap him. You know, he tried to use the issues of politics. He tried to use religion. They say, who do you pay tax? Do you pay tax? Who do you pay tax to? <laughs> and you see how Jesus answered. That was a man, Satan coming and him defeating Satan. He tried to use religion. Or, uh, yes, the traditions of the fathers that the Pharisees have been involved, involved in, you know, for, for hundreds of years. And Jesus, amen, began to counter them and was using wisdom to defeat them. I told you, Jesus used his mind to defeat the empires, the, you know, the kingdoms of his day. 
They thought when they killed him, they had won. <laughs> That's another thing the Lord opened my eyes to see. That sometimes we may be in a situation that looks, amen, from this position that we're being defeated. But rather, it's, amen, it's actually a game plan that God, amen, set up, amen, in fact, to give us greater victory. So if you don't know, the enemy may be, look as if he's beating you now, but they are allowing that for something greater, for a different order of a man, earlier to rise up. If Jesus was not beaten down to the grave, how would you and I, amen, would have been saved? You see, it was all, it was all planned by God. Satan thought, I, I won. No. See, if you don't know how God works, if you don't understand the strategies of the Spirit, if you don't know, amen, the game plan of God, you will always live to want to win all the time and you will be defeated. And in fact, you will remain a failure. Sometimes what looks like a defeat, what looks like, amen, yes, an overthrow, what looks like, amen, yes, uh, 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 this is it. You, you've been beaten down. It's in, in fact a way that God has orchestrated for you to see yourself, to understand certain things. Because when you are down on the floor, you are able to think and reason and see. The Bible says when the righteous fall seven times. Of all those seven times, amen, there are new things you learn. You don't fall on the same thing. You can be falling, amen, in different dimensions. I'm picking things that you, because seven, of course, is what perfects you. They're not calling you to be falling all the time into sin. No, that's not what they're saying. When the righteous fall, the righteous can fall. If you're righteous, you don't fall into sin. But there are things that can trip you. <laughs> there are things that can make you fall. There are things that can make you look defeated. Just like Jesus was saying to Satan, excuse me, to you know, to Peter. I mean, the Bible didn't tell us that there was a particular sin in the life of Peter. Peter was just in a state of assumption. He thought, yes, I'm ready. Hallelujah. I'm ready. Come on, Satan. Make my day. They said, no. You don't understand what is coming. Your measure of strength cannot handle what is coming. Your faith is going to fail you. Don't live in presumption. The righteous can fall. If the righteous does not build in accordance to the values, to the principle, to the standard of God. If, if your mind is not in sync, hallelujah, to the way God will have you think daily, the enemy will sneak in the thoughts. And in fact, you will believe that thought was from you. Meanwhile, it's the devil that project that thought into you. They will use familiar spirit because they have studied you. They've studied your mode. They've studied the way you think. They've studied your thinking. They've studied how you relate to your environment. They will use your environment, yes, to imprison you. You don't know it. So it's important that we understand how the enemy works. How the enemy, hallelujah, yes, comes into our space. Somebody asked me, can, can believers be possessed? No. Believers can be possessed, but they can be oppressed. If you allow the devil, he will come and oppress you. 
And if you if you don't know how to deal with that oppression, amen, he will possess certain things around you. He will use, like I said, he will use this, this, the, 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 the familiar spirit, amen, around you to open. In fact, you yourself will use your own hand to open the door. He will come into your home, come into your life, come into your space, amen. He will sit there as king. One of the things I said in that teaching when we were talking about amen, unmasking familiar spirit. The enemy does not mind you do certain things. In fact, the quote was, the enemy doesn't mind you start a church as long as your church does not challenge his values, does not challenge his standard. The enemy doesn't mind you have a family, have a wife, has a husband. As long as that person, amen, yes, is, is not, you know, uh, 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 in agreement with you to advance the intentions of God. When the enemy, hallelujah, bring people into your life, it brings them for one reason. To keep you stationary, to keep you from moving, to keep you limited. Sometimes, he may give you things that you may think is promotion, that you may think is blessing. If you don't have discernment, if you don't have a sharp discernment, it's a trap. So in every situation, you've got to be able to know the mind of God, the ways of God, the will of God. Because the enemy we're dealing with is a master strategist. Did the other said? The enemy we are dealing with is a master strategist. He fight by strategy. Somebody said, well, the devil doesn't have any new tricks. You lie. It's, it's been around before your great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> and he's been in charge of nations. He's been in control. Is a master manipulator. Is a master disguise. He knows his work. So when they say Satan has come to sift you, you better understand what they are talking about. So you don't limit it. You don't downplay. Amen. This engagement. And it's amazing that the Lord allowed it. Because the next word is, when you turn back, in other words, when you have repented, when you have returned to the Lord, because this one, <laughs> Peter, you're going to fall. <laughs> Oga, you are going to fall. You are, because they needed him to fall for him to see that he was living in assumption. I said they needed Peter to hit the bottom ground, to hit the bottom line for him to realize. Uh, uh, remember, they all came back. We said, even the devil was subject to us. You know, when Jesus sent them two by two, <laughs> they came back earlier. Yes, you know, <laughs> motivated. I said, uh, okay, all right, we'll see. The next text is coming. Listen to what I'm about to say. The test that comes after you have enjoyed victory is more deadlier the test that usually come after you have enjoyed victory after you have smelled victory after yes you have defeated the enemy is always more deadlier that's why please 
If you are praying for Ukraine and Russia, this is the time to pray for Ukraine the most because now the bear, the way Putin is going to prove that I'm not defeated by what Wagner Wagner did. He wants to prove a point. That's what that's what happens to human nature, not just you know people in authority. When when you know your subordinate, when you know somebody that is a subordinate, a subordinate to you, somebody lower than you, try to prove, amen, that he or she can defeat you. Or try to you know make you look foolish or stupid. What do you do? You come back. You know, dead. In fact, the most deadliest people they, they just pretend they don't do nothing, they don't say anything, but they are coming back. And the way they are going to hit that person, that person will think <laughs> is a train that hit him or her. And that is what you should expect from Putin. If, if, I, if I'm tracking all that is going on. Are you getting what I'm saying? The way that guy is going to prove that I'm in charge, I'm still in control. Because this Wagner guy has been able to prove that Putin is not as invisible as he claims. So now, you know, the bear is going to get angry. The bear is coming for the kill. And that's how the devil works. And we have to understand it strictly. Satan is coming to sift you when you fall, when you, when you are restored. Let's go back to that scripture. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brother. So I believe that's one of the greatest reformation, if you will. Call it revival. Call it restoration. Call it an awakening. Whatever it suits you. But something is about to happen. Out of these men and women of God that have been beaten down many out of mistake many out of their foolishness many of us hallelujah in the church that have been down oh friends in this new day of an awakening what is going to be happening amen people are going to be rising up and they will be empowered to strengthen their brother you know why because they'll be speaking from a position of experience some of the problem we have seen in the church is that when people have been defeated, particularly those in leadership, when they are defeated and God begins to bring them back, God begins to awaken them. They don't come back and really tell the people what, what really happened, how they have messed up and how God restored them. They just come back, you know, with new lingua, apostolic lingua, prophetic lingua. That is foolishness. And in fact, when you are living like that, the enemy is coming for the jugular. He's coming for the biggest killer. It shows that you never really learned from your past mistake. When you've learned from your past mistake, you are not ashamed. That's the first thing that happens. You are not ashamed. You understand? To testify of what happened to you and how God brought you out. see people you don't hear of them after three years down the line suddenly oh a new name a new ministry a new identity and they just carry on no what happened to you what happened to you what are the lessons to learn 
Because that is what is going to help other brothers from falling. Because if you don't let the people know your testimony, guess what? Others are going to fall. You know, let me say this. I see a lot of men of God today who are so-called into the apostolic prophetic. These were people, amen, years ago, we know where they are, we know what they're speaking, we know their, we know their belief system, we know how they have compromised. Suddenly, now they are into, oh, this is what God is doing. But how did you get to this point? How did you get to this point? What are the mistakes? Have you explain no no that's between man and god of course that's between you and god but you need to also let the people know so they don't fall into the same thing because people are looking up to you you see that's why i'm very open I, I let people know if something is happening in my life i let people know because people are tracking you there are people thinking well this guy just jumped and he jumped down and suddenly everything just changed around you know that's a lie they say when you rise up when you are restored peter he fell and you know he fell because they came to him and they said but you're one of him what did he do he, he denied it he said no not me Peter Peter that walked on water the same Peter that Jesus healed his mother-in-law yes denied the master but they needed him to fall like I said so he can see himself God is going to raise a people out of this mess. But first of all, they have to be able to see themselves. They have to be able to recognize who they are. I used to live in lust. I used to live in pride. I used to live in anger. I used to, I used to get drunk. I used to, I, I, in fact, I was into drugs. I was into all kinds of things. I thought I, I could do those things and hide it and still move on with the Lord. But the Lord brought me down. But now he is, listen to this. When God raised you up, nobody is there to condemn you. But now you have a testimony. The Bible says we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. If you cannot give an authentic testimony of who you are and where you're coming from and what God has done in your life, you have nothing to say to the people of God. What are the journey? What are the people God brought into your way to help you, to disciple you, to encourage you, to bring you to a day where now you can stand on your ground? Because that's what they said to Peter. When you stand, strengthen your brothers. How can you strengthen your brothers? Hallelujah. In lie, in deceit. How can you strengthen marriages that are collapsing if you cannot tell them that your own marriage, amen, was almost over if you cannot tell them how you lost money but how God amen restored you by sending you know grace and help if you come on friends we're talking about being authentic in the place of our engagement earlier with God or else Satan is going to come again and sift you until you get it right that's the beauty of God isn't it I told you Satan is but an instrument in the hand of God he said, oh, well, I thought this is my son. This is my daughter has learned. But uh, there's still something in his, uh, in his life. He, he, he seemed to still be afraid of people. Because it's the fear of people that makes us to hide our true identity. So Satan, go ahead. Sift him again. 
because I want the best. I want gold to come out of him. I want, amen, that when you go sift him, when, the next time you go, amen, you think you, there's something that to sift, uh, you go and you won't find nothing. Yes. When the enemy comes and find nothing in me, then truly, hallelujah, I'm ready. I'm ready to honor, to bless God. I'm ready to be a vessel. I'm ready to be a servant of God. You see, it, it, it doesn't take, oh, oh, well, this man has been in ministry for 50 years. That doesn't matter to God. Jesus was in ministry for three and a half years. The job was done. It's not how long you've been. There are things, hallelujah, that we are aberrant in our life, in our journey, what we call ministry or what we call relationship, amen, that they want to deal with. And you know, the mercy of God will be there. It'll just be keeping you first three, four years, five years, six years. No, it's not how long you've been in ministry. It's not how long you've been in that situation. Hallelujah. It's your readiness to submit. It's your readiness to walk in obedience. Obedience fast track our work and our maturity. Lord, we honor your name. Oh, what a word. What an engagement. We want to be a people who have a standing on the watch. We don't want to be captured and be defeated by the enemy. Father, we present our life, all that we are, all that we stand for. That's why we say you are our expectation. There is nothing this world can offer us. So there is nothing we are aiming for in this world. Our eyes on you. He said, if you be risen with Christ, set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. This is our prayer this morning. That we will remain seated with you. And in our position of sitting, you will use us, yes, on earth to shift, to restore, to renew, to reform, oh God. And yet all the glory go back to you. This is our prayer, Father. This is our desire. Friends, this is morning watch. This is how we track our journey with God. This is how we pray. Let God guide your heart, direct your heart. Let God realign your heart. Let God transform your heart. Let God, yes, engage your heart. Don't hide. Don't pretend. If you need help, cry out for help. Don't cover it up with, you know, some tongues. Don't try to be sister nice, sister brother nice. Cry out. Peter cried out Master Have mercy on me He was sinking This is the reason why God could use Peter Peter was a true Exemplary, exemplary reflection Of leadership Peter came from a position Of sinking Of falling They say you are the best we can use for leadership Not people who come out you know, with everything looking nice. Uh, it's like they just dropped from heaven. Everything is nice, can nice out. There is no history about the, how they are falling and how God raised them up. We don't want such people in this new day. We want men earlier who can tell us, I was deep down, but the Lord raised me up. Now he set my feet upon the rock. I'm standing. Come on, let's go. I've been through this path before. I can lead you. Leadership will tell you and show you their scar will show you their pain 
will show you how they have almost lost their mind, but how God restored them. This is my life. This is what it means to be a prophetic one. Being prophetic is not that you know everything. In fact, in the prophetic, you, you know less things, but you know more of Him. <laughs> you know more of Him. When you have been restored, you see, the things of this world will no longer have a hold over you. The things of the flesh will no longer have because you know how it tastes. Ah, lost, sorry. The pleasure is for a season. Pride, mm, the pleasure is just for a season. Anger, oh, the pleasure is for a season. To have money and feel invincible, the pleasure is for a season. To have people around you without having God in your life, the pleasure is for a season. When you go back home and you find yourself alone in the bed, you will see how lonely you are. The pleasure is for a season. So I want to find him. I want to look for him everywhere. It's all I need is what I need. Yes, to truly stand as a man, to truly stand as a woman. Satan has come to sift you. Let's sift the falsehood out of your life. Let's sift the lie out of your life. Let's sift, amen, the false imagination. Let's sift the denier out of your life. We want you to stand. They sift Job. At the end of the day, he was the only man standing only one standing everything he had built everything his life represents friends in case i hear you say is this the way of christianity this is the way of christianity that they've not told you when everything is taken and when he has learned to pray for his friend who, who came into his life without understanding what was going on and they start spewing things and start saying things when god finally brought him to the point and place where he could see their foolishness and he could see their immaturity he prayed for them when he prayed for them everything job lost except i'm not sure about his wife but everything god job lost was restored oh hallelujah hallelujah This is the way of the spirit. Come the cost. You want to walk this path? I can assure you, victory is ahead if you choose this path. But if you refuse not to, it's still fine. It's still your choice. It's just that you will reap the fruit of that choice. Everything we do in life, amen, has got the repercussion. Everything we do carries a seed time and a harvest time. When you start seeking the Lord, amen, in a land where there seem to be, there's no water. When you start seeking God, when it seems as if you can't, you can't see shadow, you can't see anything that sound that looks like God. And you continue and you continue. I can assure you that even in the desert, he will reveal himself to you. That even in the desert... He will reveal himself. He will show you that you're always in his house. I did not know that this is the gateway to heaven and the house of God. Jacob said. Come on, bless him. Let's bless him this morning. Let your heart be set on a journey. Don't let the enemy. Amen. 
find something in you that he can use to defeat you the more. Look at your life. Look at yourself in the mirror of the world and begin to reject whatever it is. Yes, those, those you know, hidden, hidden ambition. God, get rid of it in my life. I throw it away. They say, they say, bring the idol. She sat on it. She wanted it. She wanted to go on, amen, with God, with a new, with, you know, with, with Jacob to start, amen. Yes, God's prophetic generation of a nation. But you cannot do that with an idol of your own father's house. Get rid of it. They say you want to come to God. You've got to bathe. Today, tomorrow, the third day, we engage Sinai. They say, yeah, we will do that. They went to Adabar Shara. <laughs> they came to the feet of the mountain. All they heard was thunder, lightning, and all. They said, no, Moses, you go to that God. You go speak to him. Whatever he says to you, you come tell us we will obey. They were not ready. Sometimes you think you're ready. And I'm talking to somebody. Maybe I'm talking to myself. Oftentimes I think I'm ready. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm ready for God. Hand that up. Then just one little thing is waiting for you. Outside of your domain, outside of your so-called God's presence. Because when you finish, you're still gonna go out. And they'll be waiting for you outside. Then somebody, somebody just gets you angry. Somebody says something, somebody does something. You know, you walk into God knows whatever it is. And you find yourself getting angry. And you find yourself, amen, yes, you know, thinking things you're not... Oh, you say, but get me. <laughs> yeah. Very practical. But when you can bring your mind and align that to the mind of Christ, that no matter what is happening around you, your mind is focused. Your thought is focused. Your desire is focused. You are not shaking. You can do whatever you want to do. You can buffet me. You can spit on me. You can throw arrow at me. My mind is focused. I will not make a move until I hear from him. I will not do anything rashly. I will not be irrational. I will not amen, react. Remember what we talked about. Familiar spirit. They know what to press, the button to press to make you react, to make you jump to make you scream, to make you swear oh, you, you, you swear, yeah I, I just finished, oh yeah they know the button to press when you have learned to master those things then you can stand, hallelujah and go on with God but if those things has not happened yield yourself, surrender yourself bring yourself daily lay on the altar, hallelujah through the day, present yourself bind your mind to the mind of Christ amen, divorce yourself from things that is of this world because those things the pleasure are but for a season, they don't last ask Moses when he came off edge, he said no I thought I've arrived in this palace I've been bearing the name Prince, Prince Moses. I'm not a prince to, you know, to Pharaoh. I'm not a prince of Egypt. Carrying on a male false identity. They call you prince. You know, you wear your purple, you're, you're going around, everybody's hailing you. But there's something boiling on the inside. The more you see the pain, the carnage, the destruction, the oppression of your people, you know 
I'm not supposed to be here. At the age of 40, he said, no. He stripped himself. I refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Can you come to this position? When he said, no. Sorry. I'm done with this false lie. With this denial. I want to go on with the Lord. They say, you want to go on? You don't know where the next meal is coming from. Nobody's going to invite you. You're going to isolate yourself. Nobody's going to connect with you. We won't be able to, yeah, take it all. But I'm going to look for him who called me. There's something burning in my heart. Jeremiah said, it's like a fire shut up in my bones. Every time I try to suppress that thing, I say, Come on, this is a nice place. We don't need to. No, no, it's just that thing rises up like a, you know, like a water. I can't help it. Lebrondo sabayada, maga stobragalayando, yenda rabdabo. I'm hearing a voice calling me. What voice is calling you? We want you to come and sign the contract so we can do things. No, there's a voice calling me. A voice from the wilderness. Calling me. Calling me. There's a voice calling me. But we can't hear this voice. It's calling me. It's calling me. I'm a voice of one in the wilderness. My job is to prepare the way of the law. Make path straight. It's calling me. He's calling me. But we can't see anything. We can't hear anything. When they call Paul of Tarsus, none of the army heard or saw what this man saw. But they called him and they set his heart on the journey. Go to the street called Straight. You will find one there. And he has, I have prepared him. He will show you what to do. He's calling me. He's calling me. He's calling me. You're waking up. We are sleeping in the night. They wake you up. That voice is calling you. Pray. Pray. They open your eyes. You see things in vision, in dreams. Get up. Pray. They're preparing you for what is coming. They're giving you the blueprint, hallelujah, of the ark to build. So in the days of tsunami, you are not drowned. Your home, your family is not drowned. Hallelujah. The ministry does not drown. Praise. It's calling me. Everybody is sleeping, but you are awake. The voice is calling. Jesus said, I have prayed for you, Peter. Let's go back there. I'm going to be done soon. Can you take this position of an intercessor? Can you take this position? Simon Satan. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon. Can you pick things before they happen and you engage the season in prayer? That's what we call prophetic intercession. Everything looks cool and quiet. 
but there's a storm brewing <laughs> but you've seen it the storm is coming the wind is coming but everybody's just busy doing their thing but you can hear just like the animals can pick hallelujah they can pick hallelujah tectonic sound they say elephant can pick the sound when you know earthquake is about to happen in a place elephants they can pick it the birds creatures they know their seasons of migration no 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 we are casualties of accidents because we have lost our sense of connectivity they say where is rain coming from it's coming <laughs> You would have thought after 10 years this rain should have come. <laughs> Job, uh, uh, excuse me, no, this time around you goofed. What kind of rain is coming that after 10 years the child I gave birth to 10 years ago, look at him now, and you are still on this thing. Don't you think Noah would have been a man, a mock, a, you know, a, 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 a picture of mockery in his day. People will have laughed at him, joked at him, said all kinds of things about him. No, he was preparing a generation for the next generation. There's a prophetic, hallelujah, man that God is raising. There's a prophetic company of gatekeepers. God is awakening in this season that will prepare, hallelujah, the children, the children, the young teenagers of this generation for the next thing that is coming. When that thing hits, they have built a wall. Move back. You perversion, you spirit of wickedness, you spirit of ungodliness, move back in the name of Yeshua. You think because our father is dead, we don't have what it takes. No, they build something in us like the sons of the Rechabite. After the long dead of their father, hallelujah, amen. Jeremiah called them and gave them wine. Jeremiah said, this is why I'm drinking. They said, no, our father made covenant with us and we made covenant with him that nothing, hallelujah, that is fermented will touch our mouth. We will not drink. They're dead long, longer. But their spirit, their seed lives in us. The seed of the Holy One lives in us. The seed of grace lives in us. The seed of life lives in us. We will not bow to compromise. Jeremiah was testing them. If indeed they will continue on the paths. Where is rain coming from? See, that's the beauty of, of, of prayer. You don't see, you don't pray based on what is happening around you. You pray based on what you don't see. Why we look not to the things that are seen? Simon, Simon. Simon was not even aware. There's a trade going on on his behalf. <laughs> There's a trade going on on his behalf. He is not aware. They had to call him. The guy was ready for ministry. Come on, let's go, guys. They said, Simon, come here. Yes, Lord, what's going on? Satan has actually sought to sift you guys, including you. Hey, let's go. I've prayed for you. But this one, you're going to fall. 
But when you fall and you get up, I need you to strengthen. Because the way you fall and, and get up is going to be different. You see, some of us, everybody fell. But some are quick, amen, to get up and to be restored. But when certain people fall, it will take heaven to restore them. So they said, Simon, you've got to restore. You've got to strengthen your brothers. That is the work God is calling our ministry and so many other ministries to do in this season. To strengthen. To help. Amen. Rise. Raise. Equip. Empower. Amen. Yes. The fallen soldiers. And this is why we're talking about warriors of righteousness. Don't let the wounded soldier die. You've got to carry them. We've got to bring them to the place where their wound can be dressed. Hallelujah. And allow them to be healed. And allow them, hallelujah, to be restored. And then God can use them again as a mighty army in the land. Oh, hallelujah. Is somebody hearing the voice of the Lord this morning? Is somebody hearing the voice of the Lord this morning? When you fall, don't stay down. Ask the Lord, help me to get up. Help, the, help me to rise up. Help me, Lord. Empower me. Grace me. Touch my heart. Awaken my, my spirit. Release once again your fire upon my heart. Awaken me, Lord. Strengthen me. Awake, awake. Put on strength. Lord, awaken me. Ah, awaken me. Awaken me. Sound your trumpet. Wake me up, oh God. Wake me up from slumber. I don't want to sleep again. I want to be positioned. Restore me back. Jerusalem, I've placed watchmen upon your walls. They will not give their eye, amen, to sleep. Not their eyelid to slumber. They will continue to engage me and engage the nation until Zion, until my church, until the nation becomes a praise. The heart of the nations will be turned back to the Lord. Come on, glorify him this morning with me. Bless his holy name wherever you are. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We honor your name. We give you all the glory for your spirit. Thank you for the ruling of your spirit. Thank you, Father, for the wild wind of your spirit. Thank you, Father, for the manifestations of your spirit. Thank you for the impartation of men and women. Watch me right now. Father, pray that you impart them, O God, with the zeal and knowledge that will cause them to rise up and become, O God, yes, a wall of defense and become a gate to their generation. Going forth, walls and gate that can move. Hallelujah. Not stationary. Walls and gate that can move in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God, for a new day, a new voice, a new challenge. Thank you, Father, for a new cloak, a new mentality, a new belief system, a prophetic generation. Once again, rising up with the apostolic capacity, building and engineering a new order. Yes, Father, thank you for the nation of God being birthed all across the globe. Thank you, Father, for a new civilization, awakening with kingdom mentality, I thank you. I bless your name. We say Maranatha. Come Lord Jesus. Have your way. We pray your kingdom come. Your will be done in our lives. In our homes. In our family. This day. In your community. We pray oh God. Take your place. Have your way. We rise up. We rise up and we give a testimony of a new day. Yes, Father. We give a testimony of a new beginning. Of a new beginning. Thank you, Spirit of God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We blow the trumpet in Zion.
we sound the alarm on his holy mountain. We declare, let the power and the grace to pray be restored back to you. In the name of Jesus, let the power and the grace to pray be restored back to you. In the name of Jesus, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see, hallelujah, I will look to see what he will say to me. May God right now begin to position you once again on that ramp as you journey with him in obedience, hallelujah, to begin to see. May your eyes of understanding be enlightened. Oh, may they illuminate you. May you begin to hear the voice, hallelujah, that thunders from heaven in the name of Jesus so you can know how to answer in the name of Jesus. Issues of life, you are not confused about your home about your family about your community you are not confused you are not ignorant God is giving you clarity direction insight arise man of war arise oh woman of war in the name of Jesus take your place this morning take your place take your place take your place in the name of Jesus break forth is a new day break forth is a new season break forth is a new hour break forth let the hand of God rest upon you let the glory of God begin to shine upon you I declare let the glory glory of God shine upon you in the name of Jesus hallelujah whenever you position yourself the Lord will always speak back verse verse 2 of Habakkuk said and then the Lord replied God will not reply you amen in the valley God will if you want to hear God you want to hear reply you have to journey to the place of the of the mountain top hallelujah you have to come to the watchtower the bible said and the lord reply him write down the vision divine instruction for mobility divine instruction for engagement hallelujah most, most of the things we're praying for right now when we when we're done praying they will begin to speak to us and they'll begin to give us hallelujah understanding clarity they'll begin to give us amen instruction hallelujah strategies in the name of Jesus yes so that next time you know how to engage I pray in the name of Jesus right now that you will learn hallelujah how to engage amen strategically because the enemy you are engaging is strategic hallelujah is a strategist in the name of Jesus you will no longer be defeated because when he comes you'll find nothing of himself he will find nothing of himself in, in you in the name of Jesus as Jesus said Satan came and find nothing of himself in me that will be your portion in the name of Jesus give glory to him father we thank you thank you Lord for all my all my disciples all my loved ones oh God out there all our friends connecting with us from different parts of the world those that will be watching and listening to the audio yes uh, uh, podcast of of this prayer time i pray lord strengthen them renew them empower them grace them help them oh god let their faith not fail them i have prayed for you simon that your faith may not fail i pray that their faith will not fail we bless you father we honor you for that which you have done today. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Come on, friends. Let's bless his name for what he has done. Isn't this a beautiful, wonderful time? Isn't this a time, hallelujah, yes, of refreshing? Come on, give, oh, give, give glory and praise to him for this season of refreshing. Your life will never be the same again. Your home, hallelujah, your mind, your environment right now is being changed, hallelujah, is being transformed. The glory of God, amen, is upon you. 
Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Thank you everyone for watching this morning. I am so, so grateful, amen, that you are able to connect with me this morning. I want to thank God for what the Spirit of God, amen, is doing in your life, in your space. Please continue to pray for me. Continue to ask the Lord to strengthen me and grant me grace, wisdom, knowledge, amen. And of course, the resource that uh, we require to do what we're doing, amen. And once again, I want to thank everybody that have been a blessing to me, amen, particularly financially in one way or the other. Thank you. May God continue to be a blessing to you. May the Lord continue to strengthen you, amen. And may he, amen, continue to lead you further to that point where you are able to stand and strengthen people around you. God bless you. Don't forget, you have been awakened. Continue to pray and let his will be perfected in your life. Thank you everyone for joining this morning. I will not have the opportunity to, you know, uh, start clicking everybody, but I see everybody. I see you, uh, Naomi. Thank you for joining also. Thank you. God bless you everyone for joining this morning. Enjoy your day. We'll see you again. God bless you. Bye-bye.